0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Tiger Shulman Smithtown podcast. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Shulman's here in Smithtown. I'm once again at home, here to record you guys a little bit more motivation, a little food for thought, and uh, a little bit of an idea for you to think about this week and every other to help improve your life and improve your mindset. As per usual when recording my podcast, I am joined by my furry co-host, Slade, my German Shepherd puppy. And uh, actually, in an unusual twist, Big Sister Onyx, my other German shepherd, is in the room with us as well. You may hear them huffing (laughs) in the background because we just uh, completed a nice two-mile run to get some energy out of these goons, and uh, now they definitely don't want to leave me alone. But just so you know what that crazy background noise is, I wanted to get on with my thought for the day. And what I wanted to talk about today is the greatest project that you will ever work on the most significant project you will ever work on in your entire life. Now, obviously I've worked on a great many projects in my life, building my school when it ch- we changed locations, building that second school, uh, my, my relationship with my wife, my own martial arts career, and a myriad of other projects, obviously preparing the school to reopen uh, once we were able to under the COVID guidelines. That was a big project. And I continue to work on projects all the time because as the school progresses and as life progresses, I'm always working on new projects. But there's one project that you're never ever done with. One project that you're never able to check off the to-do list. And that project that you are never able to stop working on is yourself. See, you are an ongoing project. Life is not a noun. Life is a verb. You are living life every moment of every day. And the beautiful thing about that statement is what it means for you and your own personal development. You don't have to be satisfied with where you are. I'll give you guys a silly example. My mom has always been an amazing writer. You know, she would write out, you know, cards and little stories when we were little, but she never actually sat down and said, you know, I'm going to write a big, giant, full-length story. You know, she, like I said, wrote little stories here and there, wrote like fan fiction before fan fiction was a thing. She wrote some fan fiction for some of her favorite TV shows, but she never, until a few years ago, never sat down and really made the decision to write herself a full-length story. So she's a huge Beatles fan. And a number of years ago, she decided that she was going to write a fantasy story about the Beatles. And it was huge. She had it published through a little self-publisher. And when it was all said and done, it was over 500 pages. A tremendous story. And she had this wonderful draft. But my mom fell into this thing that many writers always do. Where my mom would go back to that computer and over and over and over again, days on end, She would open up the book and she would scroll through it. And as she'd scroll through it, she'd add a comma here. She'd take away a comma there. She'd change this word out for another one. And so on and so on and so on. And she'd go through the whole book for like a week. She'd step away from it for a week. And then she'd go back and she'd do it all again. And maybe she'd take out some of those new commas she put in and put back some of the old ones that she took out and change out synonyms and whatnot. And she never stopped being, uh, that that book was never a finished product. She was always continuing to work on it. Because a book is like many other things, it's a work of art. And the thing about every artist is they would love, love, love to always be able to touch up their art for forever. And as far as, as I'm sitting here thinking, Writing is the only medium where you have the ability to write it, come back and change it, and write it somehow different. Paint, you can always put more paint on, but it's very difficult to take paint off. Right? Sculpture, you sculpt, it's very difficult to put any of that rock that you chipped off back on once you took it off. But you're an art project too, and that's the thing that you have to realize, and it's the thing that I think as we grow into adulthood, we, get, we lose a little bit of sight of, we start worrying about our life outside of ourselves, and we stop focusing on ourself. I think I have brought this up before, but if not, it was fairly profound, so it bears repeating. Years and years and years ago, my mother was having a conversation with her mother, my grandmother, and I forget what the circumstances of the conversation were. Probably something to do with something going on with us kids and my dad and whatnot. And she's, my grandmother said to my mom, she, said to her, she goes, Carol, when you're listing off the important people in your life, right? there's your children, the three of us, there's your husband, there's your brothers, there's me. Obviously, my grandmother's saying all these things. But no matter how many people you list on this important people list, that first finger that pointer finger that number one spot that belongs to you you always have to take care of yourself first and sometimes we lose sight of that about how important self-care is and how not that we have to spend every minute of every day thinking about making ourselves better but we have to carve out some day some time, i should say every single day in order to make ourselves better and it could be a great many things it could be carving out 20 minutes to read, expanding your mindset. It could be 10 minutes to meditate and relax. It could be 20 minutes to listen to the Tiger Schulman Smithtown podcast. It's just got to be a little something. Of course, I believe exercise should definitely be a part of it. I believe taking the time to meal prep and be prepared with your meals and be prepared to eat healthy. That's part of it. But you're always striving make you a little bit better. That's the thing that we have to sometimes put back in our brain as a focus and think back of as not a selfish thing, because it's not. I hear all the time from adults, especially when they come into my school for the first time, them talking about the great shape they used to be in. Oh, when you know, fresh out of college, I looked like this, uh, you know, I, when I was first first started working, I was in this gym, I looked like this, I was training this much, and life invariably gets in the way, and what happened? They stopped prioritizing themselves. And again, if you're a parent, thought, thinking of prioritizing yourself over your kids can be a bit of a shocking thought. It can be a bit of a, like, what is this guy, kind of crazy kind of thought. And I understand that. Believe me, I do. But I also look at it like this. When you are on an airplane and they're giving you the safety briefing about if the oxygen masks fall from the ceiling, they don't tell you put the kids on first. They always tell you to put yours on first and then assist any children that you're dealing with. Because if you're seeing three of your kid, it's gonna be a pretty hard to play pin the oxygen mask on which kid I see. Instead, we have to take the time to take care of ourselves first. That's why we can't lose sight of the fact that we are our own greatest project. Listen, yes, when we become a parent, when we become a business owner, when we become a husband or a wife, our priorities shift a little bit and we have other people to take care of. But just because you have other people to take care of doesn't mean that you stop taking care of yourself. So often, I mean, so many of my friends, my peers, my family have had youngsters of their own, have had babies in in recent memory. And what always seems to make the difference between the parents that stay happy, the parents that uh, aren't fighting that that much, that much, key, key word there, the parents that are both in a great place mentally and generally much happier, is if they both continue to take a little bit of time for themselves. There's a word for when you put all of your attention on everything else besides your own needs for a good little while. And that is called stress, right? Think about when you really, 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 really stress. When you get really stressed out and you're thinking of all these things you have to do, how often is it taking time for yourself, carving out 15 minutes a day to go for a little jog or you know, 20 minutes a day to listen to your favorite podcast, no hints or anything, or 45 minutes to go take a Tiger Shulman's class? It's rarely that. It's all these other things. It's this giant looming project you have at work. It's this giant thing you have at home. Uh, it's these other big things. And it's rarely you, right? Don't get me wrong. If there was a health issue, that might stress you out, but I think that would upset you far more than stress you out. That's why it's so important to to make time for you a priority. And again, I'm not saying every minute of every day. That would be silly. But a couple of minutes every day. It could be your time to work out because those same people, who come in and they talk to me about how they were in this amazing shape and then they're out of it. What happened? They fell out of routine. Life got in the way a little bit. They stopped prioritizing themselves. They stopped making time for themselves. Once they make time for themselves again, they're going to be able to find that amazing shape again. If you were in very good shape, guess what? You can get in very good shape again. A lot of people like to make the excuse of, Oh, you know, I'll never get back to the shape that I was in when I was, you know, in my teens and 20s. Yeah, maybe. We're adults. We all fill out a little bit more when when we uh, grow up. I mean, I'll probably never be the weight that I was when I was 20 again. But I can, in my opinion, look better now than I did when I was 20. Even if it is a little bit heavier because I'm a a physically bigger person than I was back then. And not in the wrong ways (laughs) either. That's the thing. The fact that you were once there, the fact that you once prioritized your health and so forth, you can do it again. You know how. Life just derails you a little sometimes. We just can't allow ourselves to lose our focus. We can't allow ourselves to slip too far down the list. Don't get me wrong. There are always going to be a crazy week here or there. They're going to happen. It happens to the best of us. Certainly happened to me when I was preparing the school to to reopen. That was a crazy couple, that was a crazy 10 days or so. Insane. I was so busy. But none of that changes the fact that that next week you got to bounce back and make the time for yourself. Because there is no more rewarding project to work on than you. There is no project greater than you. See, this week in class, I'm talking to the kids about self-confidence, and we're talking about how to build self-confidence, and that's a really important idea, because self-confidence does not come out of thin air. I've been making this analogy a lot recently, and I like it, that no matter how much a parent wants to, no matter how much they're willing to spend, you can't Amazon Prime two-day shipping some self-confidence for you or your child. It has to be created. It has to be built. But the other thing is, self-confidence, much like how I said life is a verb, it's not a noun, it's not stationary, it's not static, it's ever-changing, self-confidence is the same way. <laughs> a good way to think about it is like this. If you look at like the history of the stock market and you watch the crazy ups and downs that the stock market's taken, some days it's a little higher, some days it's a little lower, and then minute to minute there's changes, I think self-confidence is very similar to that. There are some days you f- wake up and you feel like a million bucks and you look in the mirror and you love what you see and you feel great about yourself. And there are other days where you feel terrible about yourself. And some days there are external factors that contribute to those things. Right, maybe on those good days you had a couple of good meals or you got a good workout in the day before, the lighting's real good in the bathroom that day, so you love what you see. On the other hand, maybe you had a terrible dream all right? Maybe you went to bed stressed out thinking about something you had to do at work the next day. And now you wake up and you've got this big old project looming in your head. Oh, it's so it's such a big and important project. So now that messes with your sleep. It messes with your sleep cycle. You don't sleep well. So you wake up feeling physically worse and your confidence is shot a little bit too. Your minds shot a little bit too. Again, what do we do? can't wallow in it. We have to still make the time that day to make the time to improve ourselves. Every human being becomes guilty occasionally of letting everything else come first. We look at it as being a good father or a good husband or mother or wife as the case may be. We look at it as being a responsible homeowner, a responsible business owner, to take this time to run ourselves ragged And put all our time and effort. Yeah, good, important. But all those other hats that you wear, they sit on your head. And you are an individual. And it is that individual that does all of those other jobs. So you can't worry about the hats more than you worry about the individual. You've got to take that time for you. Again, when I encourage parents to train, when I tell them, you should definitely make some time to exercise. A lot of them look at me like I'm crazy. Like, but Sensei, I only have so much time and I have to make sure I spend it with my kids. Yeah, definitely. Definitely a good idea. But, what do you want your kids to do? If you want them to be the type of adults that exercise and take care of themselves, don't tell them. Show them. See, One of the other things I've been talking to my kids about recently is leadership. And as adults, we have a responsibility. And that responsibility is to lead the others around us. What do I mean? You never know what sets of eyes are on you. That doesn't just mean your own children. Sure, all the things that I learned from my parents. There are very few life lessons that my parents sat down with me and we had a discussion about and they taught me a life lesson that way. Very few of those. The much greater thing that happened was I just watched how my parents were and that's how I learned to be. There's a reason that all of my students throw a left hook the the way that they do. They watch the example, they copy it. There's a reason that when I say to number four, I don't put an R on the end, I put an A-H on the end because I hear Shion Gravina from Syosset say it that way all the time, so that's how I say it. We learn and we repeat what we watch, what we see, not so much what we're told. So, that's why as an adult, especially if you have kids, it's important that you continue to work on you, that you take the time to do the simple things. Keep your grooming in check. Right, A guy being clean shaven or having their facial hair in check. Uh, putting your laundry away. Like these these little silly things that just speak to you taking care of yourself. Exercise. Eating properly. Making time to take care of your mindset. Whether that means making time to read, making time to listen to a podcast that motivates you. I keep saying that not just because we're on a podcast but also because I do that. To take your dogs for a walk, since Slade wanted to be loud and make sure you guys knew he was still here. Taking the time to do those things to continue to take care of you. That is so important. And it's yes, it's important if you have children because you want them to see that and copy it. But it's equally as important for the other adults around you. Like, I have some things that I look at like, my friends like Sensei Mike Stein I've mentioned before, I look at him for certain things and I absolutely love the way he does them. And he motivates me. He leads me just by living his life the way he does. And I know that there are certain things that I do that when he hears how I do do them, he's like, you have to teach me I did that. And I lead him that way. Not for any other reason, but just because of how we lead our lives. It's not like I'm going out of my way to motivate him. I'm just I just know that there are other eyes on me. Right? No matter, that's the, uh, that's the other wonderful thing about this journey, this, uh, this uh, never-ending project is there's always some people watching. Just like a musician needs an audience, even when you feel like nobody's watching, trust me, somebody always is. And people notice. Right? Here's how you know. I don't know about you, I go to a lot of the same places all the time. At restaurants I even if I want to get a pack of gum or something like that I stop at the same 7-eleven <laughs> if I need a bottle of water pack of gum something like that it's the same 7-eleven every single day Th- that I need those things I should say those guys there know me they notice if I get a haircut and they say something so yeah you're working on the project for you because you're the one who's gonna see the results but never lose sight of who you might who you might inspire Never lose sight of who might look at your journey or the things that you're accomplishing and be motivated by it too. You are the greatest project you will ever work on. And the beautiful part is you'll never be done. And you don't ever really have to be satisfied either. If you're not in the shape you want to be in, you can be. If you're not at the health place that you want to be, you can be. If you're not at the place mentally that you want to be, you can be. If you want to be at the place If you're not at the place self-discipline-wise that you want to be, you can be. I don't care what part of your life you're working on. Whatever you visualize, you can make it happen. You just got to put in the work. You just got to stay consistent with it. And you have to remember that the project of you is one that never ends. Because the beautiful thing is, no matter how great you make that project, as time goes along, there will always be opportunities to make it better and feel even better because of it. That's all I have for you guys today. As always, you can reach me via email, senseileonelli at gmail.com, of course. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at sensei underscore leonelli. On Facebook, I am Sensei James Uh, Leonelli. You can find out more about my school at tsksmithtown.com. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash tiger shulman smithtown. Find us on Instagram and Twitter, tsmma underscore smithtown. Find the podcast on Instagram, TS Smithtown Podcast. Find out more about Tiger Stulman's as a whole at TSK.com. Uh, and until then, till next time, my friends, I will see you guys on the map.